हेलो एवरीवन वेलकम टू ऑप्शन गेक दिस इज योर होस्ट विवेक पार्ट टाइम ऑप्शन ट्रेडर एंड फुल टाइम वर्कर हस्बैंड एंड फादर इफ यू आल्सो वांट टू जनरेट कंसिस्टेंट मंथली इनकम ट्रेडिंग ऑप्शंस व्हाइल वर्किंग इन योर रेगुलर डे जॉब देन जॉइन मी इन दिस जर्नी हेलो फ्रेंड्स एंड थैंक यू फॉर ट्यूनिंग इन ऑप्शन गेक द टॉपिक दैट आई वॉन्ट टू टॉक अबाउट इन टूडेज एपिसोड इज short squeeze it is not directly related to option trading but as an option trader if you are little active in market i think it is very important to understand the concept of short squeeze because you would see some stocks moving a lot in the markets because of this phenomenon which is called short squeeze recently one of the reasons why tesla had a parabolic rise in its value was because of short squeeze all right so before i jump into the term short squeeze uh, let's take a step back and understand some of the other basic terminologies around how the money is made in a market or let's say in any business so to make money in a stock market one thing which we all do and we all understand really well is you have to buy the stock low and you have to sell the stock at higher price now 99.9% of retail traders traders like you and i who are not professionals who are trading on the sidelines of their full time jobs fall into the category what we call as long traders long trades means you buy the stock in an anticipation that the stock will rise and then you will sell it and the difference is your profit now there are 0.01% of retail traders and many hedge fund managers and institutional players in the market also do the reverse of the steps so instead of buying low and selling high they will first sell it high and when the market goes down they will buy it at a lower price mathematically it's the same thing just in the reverse direction so now they are selling high and buying low and the difference is their profit right seems simple hey it's the same thing in the opposite direction but from a risk perspective it is entirely a different game those people who first sell it and buy it later are called short sellers now the term short comes into picture because they do not have the shares which they are selling since they don't have the shares that they are selling they have to borrow the shares from someone let's make an assumption like you and i we are friends you have apple shares and i am bearish on apple but i don't have apple shares but i have i have some knowledge that apple will go down in 6 months and today apple is at $100 and i want to profit when apple goes down now i am a short seller what i will do is i will approach you and i say hey can you lend me 100 shares of apple and i will return the 100 shares of apple 6 months later to you and i might pay some 
premium to you or some consideration money you are anyway long term buy and hold investor you don't really care if the apple is going to go up or down in next 6 months so we make a deal i borrow the shares of apple from you and and then i sell those shares in the market at a current price of $100 now my thesis in this case is apple will go down in 6 months and then i will buy the shares back and return it to you so my thesis was by 6 months if apple is $60 i will buy the shares from market at $60 and i will give you those shares which i bought so you got your shares after 6 months i closed my position because i opened my position by selling it and i closed my position by buying it back so i'm i have closed my trade you got your shares we are back to square one and in this process i made 40 dollars per share because i sold the shares that i borrowed from you i sold those shares in the market at 100 6 months later i bought those shares at 60 i gave you your shares and i the difference is what my profit is though from profit management it looks similar from a risk perspective it is an entirely different game now though as a short seller the risk which i have here is what if my thesis is wrong what if apple instead of becoming 60 in a 6 months time it become 130 now you would want your shares back so i have to give your shares back to you i have no option but i have to now buy those shares at 130 and return those shares to you now if you remember i sold those shares in market at 100 now i'm buying it at 130 so this is a loss what i did i ended up selling low and buying high which means i earned a loss of 30 dollars per share now the apple share could have gone to 130 might be 150 maybe 180 maybe 200 there is no limit to what a share price can go up to there is a floor to a share price it cannot fall below 0 dollars but there is no ceiling to a share price we have seen some shares which are like trade in thousands of dollars berkshire hathaway is 300000 dollar share so as a short seller i am exposed to an unlimited level of loss now it depends on me how much loss can i bear before i throw my hands and say oh my thesis is wrong i am closing my position by buying the shares from the market at whatever price it is how much ever loss i am making right now let's buy the shares and i want to close my short position so this is how the whole process of short selling and then the closing of the your short position works now coming to the real trading uh, scenario instead of borrowing the shares from a friend like you if i have to do it in my trading account i can still go and sell a share short because i don't own it that means i borrow it from my brokerage uh, provider so if i am uh, if, if trading it on fidelity platform i in fact borrow those 100 shares of apple from fidelity and if i look into my account um, profile the shares will appear as negative 
because I am short shared. Fidelity doesn't know me personally. So for them to have some collateral to as some sort of an assurance that I will be able to close my trade, they will hold some of my capital in their account just for allowing me to do this trade. So they will hold some money aside. They will block some money and I will not be able to use that money for anything else. Now in the case we discussed of Apple, if Apple become from 100 to 130, Fidelity will set aside a little more money on this trade. They will block a little more money from my account just to cover this trade. It becomes from 130 to 150. They will pull in more money out of my trading account means they will block it aside so I will not be able to use that money for trading. Now if Apple shares become 180 and I do not have enough money in my account to cover the position, Fidelity will call me to add more margin money into it and that's what it's called a margin call. Now this essentially is how it works with your brokerage account. When you sell a share short, you you are essentially borrowing it from your broker. Broker will hold some money aside just to be sure that you will be able to cover your trade later. Uh, you have some money to buy those shares back from the market. So they will set some of the money aside. And whenever you close their position, you buy the shares from market. And in your account statement, the, your balance of that shares becomes zero. It started with negative 100, short 100. You bought it back plus 100, the net result is zero shares. Now, let's come back to our original topic, Tesla. Now, Tesla is one of the most shorted shares in the stock market. Now, recently, Tesla announced their earnings results and the earnings results were better than what most of the analysts were expecting. They got their factory up and running in China and they had sold more car than what analysts thought. And Mr. Musk promised to sell half a million car in 2020, which was higher number than what market was expecting. So nothing wrong in that. Companies do exceed expectations. And the share price rose in anticipation that, hey, Tesla is now turning around the corner. So I, I don't recall where it was exactly. Maybe 300, 350, it became 425, 450, whatever. <clears throat> then a day later, Panasonic came up with another announcement that their battery venture with Tesla is going great, business is cool, and we are very excited about it. Cool, it's a normal business news. Tesla share rose again, 475 to 500 on this business news. Now, let's think about what's going in the short seller mind when that person is seeing Tesla's share rise from 350 to 450 and then to 500. When the Tesla share rose from 350 to 450, the short seller might be thinking, it's okay. It's a small time bump because of the earning result. It will probably come down and I don't have to worry much about it. You know, I don't have to close my position right now. It will come down again and I will be able to close it later. Now, from 450 when it became 500, now the, the same short seller might start to sweat a bit. Remember, the person has sold the stock short means it, 
there is an unlimited risk if the Tesla shares start to you know, just continue rise. At that point of a time, the short seller might be thinking, you know what, let me cover up some of my position and I will still hold some short positions, but let me take off 50% of it. Who knows how long this insanity might prevail. So now the short seller is going in the market, stock is at 500 and now he's buying the stock at 500. Will he get everything at 500? May not be. If the position is too big, market is suddenly seeing that there's a lot of interest generated at 500, it will rise the stock price again. So that 500 might be becoming 550. And now he's able to close his position as 550. Now there may be other short sellers who have been watching this drama going in the market and were okay for the shares to trade at 500. Now suddenly they see at 550, they start to lose a little bit of patience. Hmm. What if this share continue to go higher? Let me also close some of my short positions. So now you have a, more short sellers who are trying to close their positions. Now they're trying to buy it again from market. You're getting more buy orders in the market. Share price continue to go up. It becomes, let's say, 700. Now there's a rush in the short sellers to close their positions and to square off their trades. Because if you have shorted the share at $300, now the share price is at $700. The, as a short seller, you are already looking at a loss of $400 per share. Unless you have a huge capital to uh, hold the short position, your broker will be screaming at the top of uh, your head to close the position or put more money into your account. So if you don't have more money into account, you will be forced to close the position. Now, more short sellers are trying to close the position at 700. It creates another rush in the market. Stock rises up again. And the short sellers are getting their blood squeezed out of them because they are watching the, short, the stock go up and up. Means they're watching their losses compound minute by minute. And they're getting squeezed out from their trade. This is essentially what is called a short squeeze. The short sellers are getting squeezed in the trade when the stock goes against them. Now, because of this short squeeze happening, short sellers are desperate to buy the stock and close their short positions to avoid any further compounding of losses and they are ready to buy the stock at a higher price than what it is currently trading in market just so they can get the shares from the market and close their positions. If a share is trading at 700 and if I'm desperate to buy it, I might go and put up a trade, my limit order at 705 so that I, I'm sure that I can get the shares. Now, if I put a limit under of 705, that has become a floor for the next short seller who's trying to close it. Now that short seller will say, oh, 705, I'm not going to get the shares at 700 anymore because now market is selling at 705. Let me put up a uh, trade of buying it at 715. Then the market, uh, the stock price rise to 715. Another short seller who is desperate to close their position will bid up the stock price of 725, 750, who knows where. 
That is exactly what happened with Tesla. The short sellers were getting squeezed. So if you read the newspaper or listen into any of the financial media analysts, you, you will see them talking about it, writing about it, that one of the reasons why we saw this meteoric rise in Tesla shares in such a small period is because of the short squeeze. So I thought this was a very you know, relevant topic to talk in today's episode. It's still fresh in the minds of people who are little active in market. It happened just this week and I hope uh, it helps you to understand why some of the stocks make runs like these which are not expected and where fundamentals also don't support it. If you like the content of this episode and the learning that you are getting from this podcast, please, please, please help me by giving a five-star rating on the podcast platform that you are using. That's the only way in which we can help other option traders find this podcast and help them in their journey also. As always, this is not a financial advice. I am not advising anyone to go and short Apple shares at 100. Just use the content of this episode for enriching your knowledge and trying to understand how stock market works and how can you participate. Thank you very much and I will talk to you in next episode. Goodbye. Happy trading.